0: This is the Mindful Experiment Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. Excited that you're here. This podcast is all about diving deep into the mind and understanding this experiment or this game we call life. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Vic and you're listening to another episode here on the Mindful Experiment. I am excited to have you on as I truly enjoyed this interview that I had with Catherine Llewellyn, and we dove deep into concepts of consciousness achieving fulfillment, how to shift our consciousness, how to support it through the changes that we make, and so many more amazing things. Before we get into this this episode this week, I want to share a little bit that Catherine is a transformation catalyst. She is a humanistic psychologist, a type A wrangler. She is a writer, podcaster, free thinker, intuitive healer, conscious dancer, executive mentor, organizational transformation strategist, and a cat lover. This interview, you can tell is very light, good energy, and we did exchange some wonderful wisdom to help you elevate your life, because when we shift our consciousness, it shifts every fabric of our reality. So with any further ado, here is my wonderful interview with Catherine Llewellyn.
1: Take me to
0: Catherine, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Vic. I'm just so pleased to be here.
0: I'm excited to have you on. I said I was going to have, I, you know, for the listeners, I was actually on Catherine's podcast and I told her and I wanted to hold to my word. I said I would eventually, once things get kind of situated with the mindful experiment and how we we're changing things a little, I was going to have you on. So um, for that episode, you can tune into the show notes. It's there. Um, but Catherine, thanks for coming on. I'm excited to see where this conversation takes us. Uh, for you know, And uh, I think we're going to be talking about some great things. And And before we get into that, I want to, you know, for the listeners, can you just share your story, how you got into what you're doing today? What kind of led you to that path?
1: I've had a kind of a windy windy road to where I am now, I think, as we often do. um, Right at the very beginning, when I was very young, I was actually brought up by two people who both sort of escaped from what everybody expected them to do. And they brought us up in a very alternative way. And we were actually encouraged to be conscious and inquiring and individual and all that kind of thing, which was massively helpful. And then since then, of course, I discovered that in the real world, if you really don't fit in, sometimes that can be a bit miserable, as well as being really magnificent. So I had all sorts of experiences around that as I went through childhood and adolescence and adulthood and so on. And there came a point probably in my 20s when I did the most extraordinary, one of these intense weekend things where you really explore yourself, et cetera. And I thought, hey, I could actually work with people, helping them be more conscious and fulfilled and actually get paid for it. I could do that. And my path from there was finding ways to do that and evolving and growing with that ever since. And now, kind of 40-odd years later, I'm how I'm doing it is very different from how I did it then, because I've learned a lot. But that's, that's really been the thread. I think you can see the thread running through all the way from when I could talk uh, has led to me where I am now.
0: I love that. It's such a great upbringing to have, you know, that be able to express your consciousness and do that as a kid to, you know, in today's society, at least here in the States, it's, you know, it's all about just, here's air, you go to school, you do this, this is what you do, you follow the rules, you follow authority, you do this, you go and it, and it's like, instead, and there is a movement happening where it's like, no, kids need to be expressed themselves and however they want, let them choose their interests, let them be their their own self. And I'm loving seeing that movement, because that's kind of leading to let them to be themselves. And it's something that as having a 10 month old, um, we kind of, we work along that path and it's, it's the love to hear that you said, yeah, it has served me very well later in life. And that's kind of like the goal of why we do what we do so that we can give them the tools that I may have not got. I didn't get growing up in my upbringing and neither did my wife in some ways to do that, which I think is, is great. And I love the aspect of consciousness you talk about, because I think that's really where change happens. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely right. I, I I I was saying to someone the other day. To me, consciousness is like the big on switch for us. That's where everything comes from. So, can you
0: explain just to share for the listeners what consciousness is?
1: Not a loaded question.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just
1: a, just a little warm up question there, Vic. Thank you very much. I, I go right into things. I know <laughs> the man with no fear. Um, yeah, c- consciousness is the thing for a person that is behind everything else. So all of the way that we think, the way that we feel, the way we behave, our psychology, our habits, our conditioning, all of those things are like layered on top of our consciousness. And our consciousness is um, kind of, you can think of consciousness on two levels, I think. You can think of it on a very pure, level, where you're talking about pure consciousness, connection with universal energy, um, the source, that kind of level of consciousness. And then there's another kind of level of consciousness, which is much more around um, what we're aware of and how we're perceiving in the moment in our lives. And the two things, of course, are utterly connected, but one of them is connected to everything. And the other one is just connected to us as an individual and and the dialogue between those two things is a major theme for most people in their lives
0: I love how you shared that I I, I and I wanted to ask you that question when it came up because I actually had that happen to me on a podcast one day I was talking about consciousness and they're like so tell me conscious what is conscience I was like wow that's a loaded question I'm like right, let me formulate my thought here real quick <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> But no, I love how you shared it, because there is that essence of pureness, right? That, that level of just all is connected, that true essence of who we are. But then there's that other side where I kind of like to call it like consciously living, where we're allowing to observe and take in and process and choose and all those kind of things, rather than react like we do in today's world most of the time.
1: Yeah, yeah. Or rather, Or try to control things. Mm you know, because the pure consciousness has no interest in trying to control anything because pure consciousness is, um, it it, it exists because it exists, because it exists and it's absolutely fine as it is. And it's only our individual consciousness that wants to control things or please people uh, and, and, and all that kind of thing. So, but of course in life, we need to sometimes control things. We need to make things happen and manage things and that's important. So part of the dance is between that identity and that experience, and then the other one of kind of being immersed in that kind of bliss of universal consciousness. I love that. I love how you share that.
0: Yeah, and I think there is a dance to it. And I think there are times where, you know, in that control, or I need to take action or something along that nature compared to um, the other end of that. But how do then how do individuals how can they shift their consciousness in some way, shape, or form to lead more towards that path of fulfillment and, and, and those kind of things?
1: Well, I, I, um, I have a number of things that I do in, in my life, and sometimes I'll do something I've never done before just to find out. Uh, I would say the most, and this doesn't appeal to everybody, but the most powerful thing I'm aware of at the moment for shifting consciousness is an energy technique called Pelowa. Have you heard of it?
0: No, please dive deeper.
1: Uh, um, P-E-L-L-O-W-A-H. Came out of Australia about 15 years ago. And, um, you know, it was channeled, like people channel these energy techniques in dreams and meditation and vision. And it's basically a hands-off treatment that puts the recipient directly in touch with source, And so the recipient's consciousness and the source energy kind of have a dialogue about what does that person need and that is what's then delivered. And and the upshot is Pelawa means radical shift in consciousness and it's very, very powerful and it's very effective and it's very mysterious because when you experience it as a recipient, you've got no idea what's gonna happen because you're only aware of part of your consciousness so what you, think you, what you think you need may not be what you really need. So it requires a degree of openness to surrender to that and just see what happens. And as a practitioner, I'm, a, I'm actually a teacher of this modality now, uh, but I was a practitioner before that for years. And as a practitioner, you literally don't know what's going on with your client. You're literally holding space for this thing. So it's a very, very beyond ego practice. So that's why it doesn't appeal to everybody. Um, but it's kind of growing now in the UK. It's very big in Australia. It's grown a lot in the UK and it's starting to happen in the US. So that's very, very direct. And then kind of less direct than that, there's a whole series of meditation practices. I did this beautiful practice yesterday. Um, you'll, You'll have heard of Yoga Nidra. Oh, yes. Yeah, so I've only recently started engaging with Yoga Nidra and there's a particular meditation somebody gave me It's a 45 minute long um, guided meditation, and it takes you into a whole journey into your body, into the chakras, into uh, choosing a resolution, um, imagining yourself hot, cold, happy, sad, you know, it's an extraordinary kind of workout for the consciousness. And I came out of it feeling really happy. You know, it's like, I was just really, really happy. My consciousness, had completely shifted because it had gone through this kind of workout, a bit like when you go to the gym and you come back and you're kind of glowing with endorphins. So it was almost like I was full of consciousness endorphins in that moment. And so, and then of course there are um, talk work situations that people can do where they're working with a, a coach or a facilitator who keeps directing that person back to observing their own consciousness and to reflecting on that and noticing any judgments they have around it or censoring they have around it and letting go of that and keeping returning to what am I experiencing, what is going on and how does that liberate me and how does that allow my consciousness to just move and shift and dance in the way that it wants to. And the final one I'll mention is of course conscious dance which is a fantastic way to shift our consciousness. When we just let go of steps, trying to look good, are they looking at me, are they judging me? You know, Let go of all of that and just let the body move freely. That's another fantastic way to shift consciousness. See, you can see I'm, I, I've explored all sorts of things, um, all of which I found just very enjoyable and very empowering.
0: Well, I love how you, thank you for sharing the different tools to that because it's, it's one of the things where there's so many different angles. And I think the more you have, they they all work in some way. And I think they're also, when you get into that realm more, at least I know for me, it's been like this where sometimes I may need the first one. Sometimes I need the, I need, you know, what you call it conscious dance. I've heard it as like, um, oh man, not trance dance. Um, What's it called? Anyhow, Aesthetic. aesthetic, aesthetic, aesthetic dance. static dance yeah where you just let you just let be free you hear music and you just let your body do whatever it wants to do exactly Um, and it's so great to get out of the mind and i remember when i first got exposed to that like 12 13 years ago 14 years ago now uh i was like everybody watching what's going on and i was just like (laughs) man when i was in high school i used to love going to the clubs and just dance my heart out and i was like here's what people think let's do it here and i just Mm -hmm. did and it was like so freeing so crazy Mm -hmm. how that works but (laughs) i do right it's like at first you're like i don't know do i want to move and then as you get into it you're just like and then by the time you're done you're just like yeah whatever And you're just like what was the problem what were you yeah right
1: it's like i had someone i had someone come to one of my conscious dance sessions the other day and before she came she'd never done anything like it at all and at the beginning she was obviously a a little bit self-conscious and i saw her during the thing gradually let go and at the end we sat in a circle and she said I got it. I've got it. I've got it. And she was like shining, you know, because she just completely let go of her own self limitations in that moment. Take me to infinity. Just
0: want to take a quick break here and just share with you. If you've been enjoying this episode, please do me a huge favor. And just share it with a friend, a family member, someone that you know would benefit or enjoy listening to this just like you are. If this is your first time listening to the episode, please subscribe if you haven't done so already. It allows you not to miss another update or episode release that we do. If you're enjoying this, please do me a huge favor and sh- share a review on whatever platform that you listen to at uh, the podcast on. It, it helps expand our reach and our mission. Out there, and so much more. Now, let's go ahead and let's get back to the show
1: Take me to
0: I love that. and it's and it's so amazing because I think sometimes, and I think majority of us, for some way, shape or form, we have dams of to the flow of that that consciousness that wants to be expressed, that mm. wants to be out there. But yet mm. at the same token, we're, Our mind, our layering, our constructs, and all these different things—we we we build them up to resist that. Um, And I love how you brought up too with the work you do. I'm definitely going to check that stuff out. Where I know my experience in energy healing, from my from learning it and then having it on me and doing it, it is uh, so—you have to step out of ego in so many ways. Because I've for a client I was doing this for. And I, I always tell my clients when I'm going to do something like this, I'm like, I have no idea what any of this stuff means. So just understand when I, whatever I'm going to bring to you, what, what I find it, I have, there's no value to me whatsoever. So I'm just letting you know, and it may seem way out there for you too, if you don't understand it at first, but I was like, just sit with it, meditate with it. Here's the things we can do and things will come. And it always fascinates me. I'll share something and, and they'll be going, um, how do you know that? And I'm like, I don't know anything. Like age five, this happened and this event and here's it's related to dad, some sort of an argument. I don't know any of this. And they're just going, OMG. And I'm just like, uh, I love that experience. And I'm like, yeah, this is so cool because I can access something. And yet I have no understanding to what that is. I don't even yeah. know how this all works, but yet I know how to utilize it. And yeah, so, so you're, cha- you're
1: channeling. Yeah. You're channeling something in that moment.
0: Yeah. And there's ways I can use my left brain to work with me to help mm. me find it so that even though I feel it, I can go, let me just double check to make sure that is what I'm, I'm picking up on. Yeah. Um, and I know you relate to this so well, but everyone, you know, it, it's just the beauty of these different tools um, that we can use to get out of our way. Yeah. Yeah. Now the then the thing is we do that. Let's say the person who had the, ecstatic, uh, the the consciousness dance and all of a sudden they're feeling free, they're feeling like that. That's great, but how do we support? What are some tools that you usually recommend or things you use for yourself that can kind of support that individual through that journey to continue on and process, you know, to keep the damn free if you want to call it that way. That's right. So the
1: the, <laughs> the first thing I always say to people is really look after your body. You know, really stretch, hot bath, have more salt than you think you need, you know, hydrate, um, all of that, very, very important. Um, a second thing is be aware that when you go home, there may be people there who don't understand what you've just experienced. So take care of yourself around that. You decide how much you're going to share, and you decide why you're sharing it. You are not beholden to share it with whoever is at home. Uh, because some people think they're supposed to share the, every detail with the people at home. And that's not really the point. Uh, and sometimes that's very unhelpful for, for the person. So that's very important. And I'll tend to recommend to people, keep doing it. You know, try try and find a practice around this that that fits in your lifestyle, that is just a thing that you, that you just drop into. So you're not consciously having to make the decision again to go along. So you go, right, if I do that Saturday mornings, that's decided. You know, somebody's going to look after the dogs or whatever it is, or the kids every Saturday morning. It's arranged. So I don't have to every Friday begin, oh, God, should I go tomorrow? Should I or shouldn't I? Can I arrange someone to take care of things? You know, make it easy. Make it into an easy thing in your life. Some people like to read about it. Some people like to actually get hold of books and read about the whole conscious dance experience. For me, that's of no interest personally. But for some people it's very interesting because it helps them to bridge the experience back to their conscious, mental, rational mind. And for some people that's very comforting. It actually helps them to release into it. And for some people that's irrelevant. So each person has their own kind of um, process to to make something more accessible for themselves so that they can continue to nourish themselves with it.
0: I love it. And the thing that I'm, I'm picking up from the message that, that I'm, I'm always about is just find what works for you at the end of the day, right? Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, there's so many times we get so caught up, like, oh, we do this. Okay, how many times do I have to do this? What's repetition do I have to do? How do I follow, you know, this and that? Or like some people, and I'm the type of person where if I do something and I'm like, wow, that was awesome, that's amazing. Then my left brain science mind comes in and goes, okay, how does that work? I just want to know. I'm curious, like, and and sometimes it, I I can get those answers, and sometimes you can't, and it's just like that's fine. But I'm just curious. I just want to learn, so I can understand it at a deeper level. Yeah. Um, but I I think it coming back to it, it's in this kind of work, it's it's really just finding your path and what works for you.
1: Exactly right. Yeah.
0: Now. Let's talk a little bit about fulfillment. I know that came up earlier when you were talking. And I think that's some, that term is just something that I'm a big fan of. I use that term a lot in what I do. Um, one, how do you define fulfillment?
1: No one's ever asked me that. Um, the word fill that's in the middle of fulfillment is part of the answer. Because when we're fulfilled, we are full of the experience that we want. It's like after a good meal, we are full and we're full of beautiful nourishment. And when we're fulfilled, we're full of that beautiful feeling that we want. So I think that full, I think fill in the middle of fulfilled is is a big part of what it actually means. And I've only thought of that now in this conversation. So we, we, we know when we're fulfilled, when we are no longer comparing ourselves to other people, anxious about whether we're gonna fail or not, um, criticizing ourselves for mistakes we've made, um, desperate for sugar, chocolate, coffee, alcohol, weed, whatever our thing is, we're, we're not in a state of lack. We're, we're in a state of uh, like grounded centeredness and we feel like we are enough. And the experience we're having is enough. And we're filled with that feeling.
0: I love that. I think, you know, when you were sharing the word full and fill and this, I was like, consciousness, soul's purpose, expressing your essence of who you really are and letting it just embody you. And that's where then you brought it, then you kept going with the lack and this. I'm like, to me, I'm like, I may have to change my definition around a little bit on that one.
1: (laughs) Well, I think those things that you just mentioned are are like, the most direct route to fulfillment when you connect with those things that you mentioned. So those are like the path, I think, to fulfillment because when we are fulfilled, we don't really care how we got there. We are just fulfilled.
0: I think of it like a three, four year old kid, you know, they just, they're just happy in that moment. They're, they're the true essence in my opinion at that age range. Cause they're, Left brain is starting to develop and not logic's not there yet enough. Yeah. Um, and so they still have a very strong, prominent right brain. So like they just do what they love and they don't care about whatever. It's just in the moment. They love it and they just keep doing it and it's just a joy yeah. for them. And yeah. that's kind of the, the, the imagery I get when it when it comes when it comes to the level of like what really is that embodiment of fulfillment and so forth. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful, okay. Man. So we, we, you mentioned a little bit, I shared about the path to fulfillment when I was sharing that, that point. What are some tips that you share or you can help, or you can share your own story of how to get onto that path? And I know we kind of maybe have talked about this already a little bit, but how to find that path to fulfillment? Because I really believe in today's society is that mental health is just tanking. And I think people are not truly living or following their true path of what's for them to lead to the path of fulfillment.
1: Yes, and I think um, that the most powerful way to do it is to start with finding our questions. So, whatever that question is, whether the question is "Why am I not fulfilled?" or "What is fulfillment for me?" or "Where am I fulfilled in my life? Where am I not?" or "How am I going to pay the bills this month?" whatever the Whatever the most um, presenting questions are. Get clear about those, and to trust ourselves to use those as a guide for, for our own path to fulfillment, because I think for me, that's, that's actually how I've come to a place of fulfillment, because those questions always lead me into, what's the thing I'm going to try? You know? But what's the, what's the thing someone else tried? What's the thing that doesn't work for me? What's the thing that appeals to me? So to trust ourselves to find our own questions and to use those as our guide and then to trust whatever we find when we answer those questions. And then maybe we have another question or maybe we have an answer. Then there are always more questions and always more answers and that's then a path. And along the way, we find ourselves finding all of these things we've talked about, conscious dance, energy work, conscious coaching work, meditation, uh, rest, lying on the beach, reading an incredible book, whatever it is that that person needs in that moment. And we learn as we go because we make mistakes and we go, oh, I was wrong about trying that thing. So what does that tell me? So maybe this thing over here, you know, so I think I trusting oneself and trusting one's own uh, direction around the exploration, I think is the most important thing.
0: I couldn't agree more. It's, It's again, coming back to that three, four year old, just exploring, right. Explore with the questions, see where the answers lead you. There'll be more questions that will come. It'll help you dive deeper. And I love the, the question side because it gives you that introspect to go within, yeah. which I think a lot of us are always looking outside for the yeah. answers, asking others or asking mentors and that not there's nothing wrong with asking mentors or something, but it's, or following something instead of, hold up, but what does this all mean for me? Yeah. Why this? Why do I have this? What, what is showing up here and, and going down that path? And that will kind of lead to then like you're sharing. I love it. Great stuff. (laughs) So, Catherine, before we go, how can people find you, follow the work you're doing and all the amazing things that you're up to?
1: Thank you. I think the best place for people to go is my podcast that you're familiar with. It's called Truth and Transcendence. And as you know, the idea is that when we find and connect with our truth, we can then transcend. And there's a whole range of very, very different conversations on this podcast and little short solo episodes with just me. Sometimes I'm recommending a book. Sometimes I'm just sharing about something individual and and these wonderful guest appearances as well. So it's, it's a very rich podcast and I highly invite people to come and listen to that. And then in the show notes, there's always some links and things that people can go to to find me.
0: Awesome. And I highly recommend the podcast. It is a great podcast. I love it. Um, and there's a great episode of me on there. So I highly recommend Absolutely. checking that out, but no, <laughs> yes. definitely check out the podcast guys. I'll have all that in the show notes. Um, you can, I just, you know, again, when I first met you, Catherine, I loved your energy. And I was like, this is someone I can definitely connect with. So, um, check that stuff out. Catherine, thank you so much for all the work you do for humanity. Um, and all that is so much needed. And I, I just appreciate somebody who is you're doing that deep rooted stuff that really makes the, the, sh- the true shifts in people's lives. So just thank you for, 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 um, for doing the work and, and following that, that path.
1: Thank you so much, Vic. And same to you.
0: Awesome, let me... Thanks for tuning into the podcast. If you found this episode to be inspirational, pay it forward by sharing it with someone that you know can benefit from this. If this is your first time tuning in, please follow us, connect with us so you don't miss another amazing episode. And until next time...